Welcome to the New Alliance Podcast with your hosts, Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines. And this week's The Challenge episode was called Duplicity, where you already know it's like a double dealing type of thing. And we're going to see what the heck these double agents were double dealing in this episode. So we first start off with Fessy and Tori talking, flirting, doing a thing just at this point in the season and when they're recording both of these people are in relationships and it's obviously some emotional cheating going on uh as we all know jordan and tori were engaged at this time and fessy had a girlfriend at home waiting for him yeah And it's so weird because, like, even Corey said um, when he saw them talking and and knew whatever they were doing, he said, Tori's engaged. What are y'all doing? And we also saw that since Tori was engaged to a man that this man, Fessy, was competing against last season, he was like, I can't have Tori right now. I'm going to go on and get my fur on with Gabby, who also had a relationship at home as well. But Gabby clocked him, though. She knew that he was full of shit. Um, and she was just playing along with his little game. But Gabby clocked him. She already knew what time it was with Fessy. Fessy's a, a fool, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> and then we get into Big T's backstory. And it's something really nice to see of Big T as someone who's a challenger that's still fairly new. But she's going to be a mainstay for a bit so it's good to hear and see um her backstory learning that she was adopted and something relatable to the audience to know more about her as well yeah um i'm highlighting big t's story it was important because we got to see a little bit more depth with big t and who she is as a person and maybe why she acts or reacts the way she does to certain situations and also this is the second time they've highlighted a a black woman's background this season so I do appreciate production doing that yep and as she was bare and all Devin was also relating to her as well look since he since he lost his father and his mom was doing a lot as well in his childhood we gotta switch um being very sympathetic and showed empathy to Big T. We got a huge switch, right? When he's like going at Amber for no reason, like, I don't know why you're sitting here. And she's like, I'm here. Like she was just sitting there minding her own business and Devin decided to start antagonizing this girl, which for what reason the world may never know because A, production didn't do a good job of chopping that part in or B, Devin is just a demon and literally wants to bother people whenever he feels like it. And he decided to pick on Amber that day. Yeah. And this was really weird because after that, Amber went to Corey and Nelson talking about how Devin was being weird and going off her for no reason. Corey is saying nobody's scared of, of Devin like that anyways. So you don't understand the energy. They thought that he might have also been on a power trip because being that Devin just sent home was this previous week he's on his prior trip like oh i'm i'm i gotta i gotta go to school y'all can't mess with me i'm gonna mess with y'all and just do what i gotta do and that didn't really fare well for 
Nelson and Nelson had to check Devin and Devin was not hearing it at all. Well, yeah, it, it was just random Devin um, coming at Amber. So um, Nelson did the right thing by sticking up for his partner. However, people need to stop exaggerating what actually happens in the situation as I did not see a tear from Amber. Maybe I missed that. Maybe I turned my head. I don't know. But I didn't see any tears from Amber. So when he approached Devin, like, oh, she was crying on my shoulder and whoopie whoop. I was confused as to where the tears were. Um, and Josh also did that last week. It, that is just strange. Like we are literally filming the show. So I don't know why people are just exaggerating the story. Like if no one's going to see it play out, but okay. And because of that, that was like, I think in the set, I'm about to throw it off in this week. Cause y'all gotta go. Cause you, if you piss him off, Devin, he's like, okay, you're on my hit list. So then we go into the challenge of the day, which is called drone control. And this was an unserious challenge this week. You know, last week was action packed with them hanging off of a damn truck and kicking each other off. But this week, it seemed like Either A, they were like, okay, let's kind of scale back on the budget and we're just going to have a little drone. Or B, they just got really lazy with the challenge. They could have done something more better with the puzzle challenge. But honestly, this challenge was a waste. It was not really like worth anyone's time. And so, like you said, there was a time challenge that they had to do. And the goal of the challenge was to fly a drone with the help of your partner uh, who had a ray finder. And they had to, you guys had to figure out a puzzle all the way down the cave. And everybody couldn't really see in the distance. A lot of people were not finishing this challenge at all because they were either flying it into the walls of the cave or just timed out. And people were getting laughed at, like, TJ was laughing at Libra the whole time. He was laughing at everybody, this whole challenge. This is on, this was the TJ. Who can make TJ chuckle the loudest? I think Libra won that challenge. Yeah. But the whole time, TJ was just chuckling and kikiing in the background with everyone failing miserably at this challenge. Like, not a single soul, except for one, did well <laughs> on this challenge. Yep. And that happened to be the one and only Devin. The alleged king of the puzzles, uh, who's apparently smart. So Devin and Tori, they end up winning this challenge. And as you said, the only people to do this, and of course it would have been Devin to fully figure this whole thing out. Right. So we see that they win and they go back to the house. Tori's already thinking if this is a girl's week, that she wants to go win against an Evie player and she obviously she said amber m she wants to go against her because she's smaller and she thinks she's weak so that she wants to get an easy win and get her school which is understandable however i just don't like tori so i don't really care yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then we get to their the party that they have and after the after the challenges, we always have the party. And Tori and Devin decide to have a pair meeting and at the party, whatever, just figure out what to do for 
this elimination, they give each other three teams each to see who's off the table. And honestly, this whole time watching it, I was like, these two are fake hating people on each other because they will listen to each other when they need to. And it's not that bad. Like, I don't understand why they allegedly hate one another. Because I don't think it really actually stems for second chances anymore. Because I feel like what happened at second chances that happened and it ended. And I, I don't know, understand why they're trying to bring this drama, quote unquote, onto the challenge. I don't know either because it was clear when Devin got into it with Josh that Tori was the one who was trying to calm Devin down and talk him off the ledge into getting it with Josh. So I was just confused as to where this whole frenemies storyline came in. But I guess it's foreshadowing, quote unquote, to see how it's played out to them becoming partners and teaming up together. But this storyline with Devin and, and Tyre Tori is tired. Devin had like eight people on his list who he wanted to chop. And she she's like trying to cop a plea for each and every one of them. And it's just like, all right, at some point, y'all just going to have to chop it down and, and settle it into who's eliminating who, like who's going up on the chopping block. But y'all got to get it together. And they come out of it saying, basically, it's going to probably be Josh or probably Nelson as their options to go in elimination. And then we cut to Josh, Casey, and Jay having a conversation. And Josh, for some reason, started feeling type of way about Jay and started going off and had a tantrum, as usual. Josh is an overgrown child. He's literally a man child. This is the definition of what a man child is. Josh likes to make up fights and storylines in his head. I think he is trying to make himself, you know, look good on TV or or trying to create storylines. But Jay was literally minding his own business, number one. Number two, Jay is on your side. He is a part of your alliance. So I don't understand where the skeptic is, the skeptic, is that an English word? Skepticism? What is the word? Skepticism. Wow. What the hell did I just say? It's late. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. It was weird that he was skeptic about Jay and his motives behind him, you know, trying to get in on the vote um, for the house. But again, Josh is just a big man child. He's a baby. I honestly do not want to see Josh again. I I really hope he never gets invited back. The king of doing the most. I'm going to leave it at that. And then we go into the deliberation of the whole group. And as I'm looking at this cast and what has previously transpired with two girls being disqualified, Nicole being disqualified last week after the challenge because of her injury, and then Liv getting disqualified because of her injury. That left Michi without a partner, and so the math was mapping to me that it was about to be a guy's day, and these folks were not computing that, hey, this is going to be a guy's day, so figure it out. No, everyone was just like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't. I don't know, guys. I don't know. And it's just like, okay, I think you should know because clearly two people are out and to get it back on a even keel uh, line, you're going to have to eliminate a guy so you can start like 
getting back pairs. I get you have rogue agents, but that's only because people are getting eliminated, not because of any other reason. So it's like two people are clearly gone. The next step is to get rid of a guy. And so this goes into play because Tori doesn't know strategy. She doesn't know who's going in. None of these people know who's going in. So they're all betting on TJ letting them know, hey, this is what's going on this week. But TJ also said, make a decision. It doesn't really matter who's going in. You're just going to you're gonna have to choose, which he's obviously right. Like you needed a strategy for both ways. You don't just go in and try to tell TJ, so what's going on? It don't work like that. Yeah, so... The two options that the group have are Nelson and Amber and Josh and Nani. And we saw how their votes played out. And the House voted for Nelson and Amber to be the compromised agent. And Devin and Tori, they don't know what they're going to do because Tori, not knowing if it's going to be a girl or guy there, she's like, I want to go in to get my go to school. If it comes to it, I'm going to go in. And that doesn't happen because we go to the nation and it's a hall bra. As they walk in, they see it's a hall bra setup, and Fessy is already looking at it. Ooh, bet pit me in. He's already looking like he's looking himself like I'm about to go in. This is my thing. I'm gonna do it. And I'm just like, sir, um, we just saw your friend Josh tell you he wanted to go in earlier in the episode. So what are you doing? And then, like you said. When it's time to figure out who's going to go against Nelson and Amber, Tori's like, can we get clarification on if it's going to be a girl's guy day? And like you said, TJ said, I ain't telling y'all what is going to happen until I tell y'all. So y'all got to just choose ASAP. Right. So they end up going back and forth just like a little bit. She's like, okay, we're just going to pick Fessy and Anissa. And once Tori said that, all hell broke loose because they done pissed off everybody thinking Fessy probably made a deal with Tori and Devin about going in and Josh pulled a fit saying what what the hell is going on that should have been me I was like he was literally telling Tori pit me in I want to go in but no Tori's like I'm gonna throw Fessy a bill and like I said all hell broke loose and things just go left so the thing with um Tori voting in um Fessy one she was probably thinking that she can help Anissa if she thought it was a girl's elimination because Anissa is her girl and Amber M um clearly has a disadvantage against Anissa in terms of just weight and height um being in that it was a Hallbrook two Fessy being thrown in is where everyone is being thrown for a loop because one Fessy has an alliance with Tori, yes, but Fessy also has an alliance with Nelson and with Corey. So him putting himself against Nelson, that's weeding down his numbers now, again, if he gets Nelson out. But then also him telling Tori to put him in right before as they walk into the challenge when they see what it is, it's clear that he had some say in what Tori was going to do. And this is where you see the snake just jump out of him. Like it it just fully jumped out because Fessy, are you dumb? Like what game are you playing, Fessy? You fucking up your alliance. You're ma- making a mess of everything in the house. I get that 
you know, you want to get your gold skull and you feel like it's an easy elimination against Nelson. However, comma, I do recall two episodes ago when you were supposed to go up against Joseph and you just stood there and said, no, I'd rather not. And it was a physical challenge. He said for that elimination against Joseph, that was a jank ass what <laughs> he was like, I'm not about to do this. Joseph. Of all people, you could have let to get Joseph. That was it. Easy as elimination, but no, you pick Colin and then you fuck that up that fr- that whatever companionship you have with Kyle because of that. Should have went in then. And then now you're like, oh, I'm gonna go against Nelson. What do you gain going against Nelson aside from a goal goal? That's it. And a goal goal at this point, yes, it gives you a chance to go in the finals, but it's so early on in the game that anything can happen and you can still go home with a goal goal. So I hope he's happy with his decision because it has ramifications behind his alliances in the house and he just really fucked up his game and now his partner's game. Yeah, it not only messed him up, like you said, in the game, but also out the game because he ain't getting invited to no more TYB functions. No. And so in the elimination of Hall Brawl, we all know what Hall Brawl is. When you do the Hall Brawl, you rush it from your side to the other side, and you got to wrestle with the person to try and get to your side. And there's two rounds. And in the first round, Fessy done played dirty against a small man, smaller man and Nelson. But Nelson also got muscle. He got the strength. And he held his own against Fessy in the first round. But Fessy was playing dirty was because Nelson was holding his own. Nelson was actually being agile digging into the ground trying to get his way through to get to the buzzer and fessy was just doing dirty tactics ripping off his mask putting his hands in his face and in his eye you know stepping on him like yeah i get the point of the challenge but when tj has to check you and say hey stop playing dirty you're playing dirty and for someone who is so big and so strong and is this ex-football player and whatever he is, you you kind of, you, you look a little soft there against Nelson, not going to lie. Yeah, like Teresa said, I don't think Fessy is that great of a player. Like, I get, like, the strength, but come on now. Like, you have to have some of a mental capacity to also be smart. And that man ain't smart. We've seen it, and this is showing it. And so, but then Fessy... Pulls it out in the second round, and he sends a friend or so in Nelson home. And Nelson gives us a speech about not knowing that a friend is going to send him home. Nelson had a nice little eulogy. He, you know, MTV played a little music in the background, and you know, he was giving his speech. And I mean, he did have a point. Like Fessy was someone. Who was his friend? Who was an alliance? I don't know how. I'm going to say friend loosely because friend with these people is just like, it's so wishy-washy. But he was an alliance for Nelson. Let's just say that. And so for him to mess that up and to mess up the other part of the alliance, it was just a domino effect of how can I fuck this up even further? Like, I'm going to fuck this up and then I'm going to continue down the line and down the line and down the line and down the line. And to the it's to the point where Fessy is can be no longer trusted in this game and for future seasons I would really want to see how this plays out because 
he thinks because he's big and strong that he can just over challenge people in the actual challenge. However, this is a strategic game. You need to play it smart. You need to have people on your side. And the fact that it's so early on and he just really just snaked everyone out and decided to say, fuck it, I'm just going to do me. And for Tori to go along with it, it's just, it's giving ghetto. They looking funny in the light on the show and now. And off the show. <laughs> and off the show. So, um, after Nelson leaves, that leaves Amber partnerless, and now it's time for Fessy to pick a partner, whether to stay with Anissa or pick somebody else. And after we go through this sequence of events, we're going to figure out, we're going to not figure out, we're going to count how many people Fessy then pissed off in this episode, okay? So, Fessy decides that he's not going to pick Anissa, he's going to choose a number, and it's other alliance and that is Casey he takes Casey from Leroy and that's somebody that you don't really want to piss off and then that made Leroy pick Anissa over Amber because Leroy wanted to rock with a vet because they also someone have history it's like I'm gonna rock with a vet I know whatever boom bop that left Michi to end up picking Amber or just they just end up together because obviously um quick side note for those who are not looking on the socials and seeing the behind not the behind the scenes but the extra stuff Michi and Amber they had a thing and it's really funny to me that now they're partnered up for the time being right and the the issue that they had included Liv. So the fact that Liv was eliminated medically and he ended up with Amber M after all of this, very strange, um, but that's just the way the challenge cookie crumbled. Yeah, so let's go down the line of who Fessy done pissed off. First off, made waves and made the whole house <laughs> just in shambles and he off the bat pissed off josh because josh wanted to go in because josh told fessy to his face he wanted to go in and fessy tried to play like he did not remember that or did not know that josh wanted to go in and then we saw Corey get pissed off as well because like what the hell did you just make a deal with other people to snake us out because he did that already last week with Kyle and Wes and Wes wasn't Wes was in the room, but obviously, but that was the room that Kyle was in. Yeah, it was Kyle, and he snaked basically snaked out Corey and them because Corey was one of the people who voted for Wes. Blah blah blah. Next, pissed off Anissa because Anissa thought she was going to just skate with Fessy this whole season. And she was fine with him because she's like, this man is a great physical specimen for the challenge. I can roll with this. Nisa's mad now. Then Leroy is pissed off because obviously he took Casey from Leroy. And I just know, just looking at the post videos that Leroy did, that man was hot as fish grease. And he made it known to Fessy when they were on the bus heading back to the house. Then obviously, last but not least, he done pissed off Nelson and Nelson lost a friend. 
and and the future aligns. Yeah. So there you go. So that's the end of this episode. We're gonna see the aftermath of Messi, Fessy, and Ty- Tori in the next episode, and I'm about to be here for it because these two got dragged on social media this whole episode, and they about to get dragged one more time again for next episode, and they're gonna get dragged again at the reunion, and that's gonna be funny to see. All right, so now that challenge episode is over, we're going to get into the fantasy points. So the fantasy points for this week, um, just to recap the totals right now before we get into this, I have 15 points and Alicia has six. And with the events of this week, I got four extra points with Tori's win and Fessy's win, unfortunately, because I don't mess with those two right now. Like, after, like, I already didn't really mess with Tori just because of who she is. Because I have up and down thing of her. But after this, that girl is a mess. And Fessy, I can't with him. So, unfortunately, but beneficially, they gave me four points this week, which brought my total to 19. And then for Alicia, since she had Devin on her team as well, she got a good three points, which brought her total to nine points. It's funny, the shocking turn that Fessy has taken. It's honestly funny because we are only on episode four. <laughs> and this show has about 18 and 19 episodes. <laughs> So stay tuned, guys, <laughs> on how the fessy turns. <laughs> Ooh. So with that, th- that's the update on the fantasy points, uh, 19 and 9. I-, I just really want somebody on your team to step it up because I want this to be more of a close thing because these folks are just not doing anything. I think not taking Tori bit me in the ass, but... I'm so glad I didn't take her, so. (laughs) All right, so now we're going to get into some of these tweets that we were laughing at on the timeline watching this episode. So we're going to start it off with Devin and Tori seem like two actors in a high school play trying to remind each other that they hate each other, when in reality, they are friends. Because I ain't buying this fake as hating thing they have going on storyline is yeah it's giving tyler perry play not very well acted Mm-mm. next one is writer's father better retaliate because when you mess with writer's father's friends he gonna get mad well he messed with his alliance like let's be honest his friend yes but his alliance, one of his numbers went down. So two of his numbers went down, honestly, because Fessy is now no longer his alliance. So he's lost two people. Yeah. So it'll, it'll, it's going to be funny to see Corey pop off because I don't think I've really actually seen Corey really pop off, like, really in the season. So this will be really good to see next episode. And then Fessy, the final event and elimination, you would never win a challenge with how stupid you are. That is on period yeah and then last but not least this was an honorable mention not only did fucky f- <laughs> <laughs> not only did fessy fucked his game up but tori fucked her game up no wonder why they're together i think you said it right the first time actually 
that was that was better than a Freudian slip. That was just the natural slip of the tongue. <laughs> that was the way it wanted to go. <laughs> because if you guys are not following the mayhem that is on social media right now, you would know that Tori and Fessy have been exposed because of what happened on the show. Because obviously, Fessy is the factor of Tori, but at the time, Tori's engaged and they were emotionally cheating on their partner. And now, these two are being seen on vacation together and doing a thing, whatever. And she hit the fan for both of them, and that's that on that. Yeah. So, with that, we are going to end this episode. Um, and we are excited to see the aftermath of, like I said, the messy fessy and the tired Tory next week. And guys, make sure to follow us on our social media, on Twitter, um, at Megs and Hines and eighth underscore S5. And follow our podcast page at Dual Alliance Pod. And make sure you use the hashtag Dual Alliance CH. And we will be back next week to talk about this shit show. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.